0: Thank you for joining us today on the Rescue and Revive Gospel Show. The Gospel Show is a branch of Rescue and Revive Ministries, a mobile gospel ministry that seeks to preach the gospel, teach the gospel, and reach all. To find out more, visit us at rescueandrevive.org. Again, that's rescueandrevive.org. God bless you, and
1: enjoy the show. We want to welcome, on the Rescue and Revive Gospel Show, the director of Adult and Teen Challenge Rochester, Mr. James West. James, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Just want to just want to start things off. And um, the Teen Challenge is such a wonderful, wonderful ministry, which was started so many years ago by the Wilkerson's, David Wilkerson specifically. I just found out last night about Don Wilkerson. Yes. Um, but to just to start out, maybe there are some out there who aren't completely familiar with how great a ministry the Teen Challenge is and what exactly to do. So why don't we start off? If you would, just tell the uh, Facebook viewers or the, the radio listeners what exactly it is that Adult and Teen Challenge does.
0: Sure. Uh, well, as you began to say that uh, Adult and Teen Challenge began in 1958 uh, through Pastor David Wilkerson, who mm. was praying in his uh, study and decided that he would uh, put his television up for sale uh, because he felt the, the tug of the Lord Uh, to to remove the television from his life and spend more time in prayer. And as a result of that, during a time in prayer, uh, he heard God clearly speak to him after he was reading a news article about six uh, boys that were on, teenagers, that were on trial for murdering a polio patient named Michael Farmer. Mm. And uh, he sensed the calling of the Lord to go help those boys. And when he went to the court with his Bible in hand, they almost threw him out of court uh, for contempt of court.
1: You're bringing back you you're, you're bringing back memories of when I, I watched the Cross and the Switchblade, and what an awesome memory that is. How this ministry started, I always say the roots is very important of how everything starts, and that is a that is a really awesome biblical root, uh, a root of faith. Yeah. So now bring us up to current times. You have um, been a Teen Challenge a few times now. I was able to minister at the chapel. Wonderful. Yes ministry for the men there in Rochester. Tell us about the daily operations of uh, Rochester Adult and Teen Challenge.
0: Sure, so Adult and Teen Challenge Rochester is a residential one-year program, discipleship program, a gospel-centered discipleship program where uh, the schedule begins. It's a very um, structured schedule from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., and so the guys wake up at 6 a.m., From 6 a.m. to 6.30, they're getting ready for the day. 6.30, they come down. First thing they do, half-hour devotional time. They spend a half-hour with the Lord. 7 o'clock, they have breakfast. 7.30, they do chores and clean up. And then 8 o'clock, they're in praise and worship for a half an hour. And then the day of activities Mm -hmm. uh, begins. So before the day even begins, really, what they're doing is they're getting ready for the day. We're teaching them the discipline and order of getting your life in order Showering, getting ready, praying and spending quality time with the Lord for a half an hour and then doing praise and worship. So before the activities of the day begins, they're already uh, prayed up and spent time in worship, which are two foundations for the the faith and walk for a Christian.
1: Been able to see that uh, on our Rescue and Revive Crusades, as I was telling you, that's how the ministry started back in 2016. Um, able to be at a number of Teen Challenges across the Northeast, and I've seen that same discipline. You need that. Uh, These men, and even you have women, adult Mm -hmm. and teen challenges, they need that structure. They need that order. Talk about that a little bit as far as how do you see that translate into those? Because you said something last night at our concert, which was an awesome statistic, 86% success rate with your program. Because it's biblically based.
0: That's right.
1: Talk a little bit about some of those success stories of how that teaching them, how making them disciples of God's word and giving them that discipline, practically speaking. Talk about how you've seen some of that translate into some success success stories over the years.
0: Sure. So if I may say it this way, um, many of us have heard, once an addict, always an addict. Many of us have heard. Um, that alcoholism and drug addiction is a disease, mm-hmm. and so I've learned that that is a lie. And if you hear the lie, and then you believe the lie, then you become the lie. Mm. And so I also found out that if you hear the truth, and then believe the truth, as Jesus Christ said, mm-hmm. you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Amen. So our our foundation of the program is based on the truth of the Bible. So we're teaching the men that are in the program to have a biblical world view for their lives and what happens is it translates into their lives that's why they uh they spend time in the morning reading the Bible getting the truth of God's Word in them spending time worshiping the Lord as the foundation of the day before we do anything you're spending time giving glory to God the one who created us and the one who has allowed us to live and move and have our being and so what that does is it translates that as they go through the program that is the foundation of their life not just being in a program
1: yes awesome awesome
0: let's let's talk a little
1: bit let's narrow in on James West now sure <laughs> everybody has a testimony. I was just sharing with the Spence Board Bible yesterday you know a testimony everybody has one if you're a Christian it's a it's an evangelistic tool it's a could be a very powerful evangelism tool. Maybe in just a couple minutes um, share a little bit about your personal testimony because now you're a big part of Teen Challenge and specifically Teen Challenge Ratra. But there was before that. Mm-hmm.
0: How did you come to know the uh, the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, thank you, Dominic. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty powerful story. Mm. But in a nutshell, in a three-minute um, testimony, I had been through 15 years of rehab programs, psych wow. centers, alcohol mm-hmm. uh, uh, programs. And as I went through those programs, I, I followed everything that they taught me. Um, from a young age, I noticed that I, I really was an outgoing person and addiction came at a young age, 12, 13 years old. So I spent 24 years in addiction, alcoholism, oh, a lot. and what follows that is a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety. And I joined the military in 1990. And what, be- br- what branch of the military? I was a Navy corpsman and I served with the 2nd Marine Division as a combat medic okay Uh, in desert storm oh wow so i thought that that would change my life Dominic. i really wanted to do something for my life didn't grow up going to church didn't grow up reading the bible and so i wanted to follow a way to get disciplined to learn how to live my life and so going into the military i thought was going to be the answer When I got out of Desert Storm and I came home, the Mm. first thing that I did was go to the bars Mm. and party with friends. And so for the next 15 years, after I got out of the military, I was dealing with drug addiction, alcoholism. It was like a Jekyll and Hyde life. I'd go to work and be at the top of my game in, in the medical field. And then I would come home and I would be empty and broken and not understanding what was wrong with me. The world told me that I was depressed, so they gave me psychiatric medication. 15 more, 15 years of that, a total of 24 years before I looked up in the dictionary wow. and I'll finish here. I looked up in the dictionary because I didn't have a Bible and I didn't understand the Bible, but I did believe in God. And I looked up in the dictionary, the word miracle, because I believed that I needed a miracle. Something within me, uh, was yearning for a miracle. And so I looked it up and the, the, the dictionary's, um, uh, definition said an extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs. Wow! At that moment, I hit my knees and I cried out to a God that I didn't know or understand and said, God, if you're real, I need you to save me. So I really believe with all my heart that there was a repentance beginning there, turning Mm -hmm. from sin, but turning towards God. And it was shortly after that in um, 2009, that's where we're at right now uh, in this story, 2009, uh, a man of God, Uh, that I met in a meeting, an AA meeting, came to me and told me, James, I know what your problem is. He said, your problem's not drinking, your problem's not drugs, and your problem's not depression. He said, your problem is sin. And he shared the gospel of Jesus Christ with me. For the very first First time in my life, I realized, and my heart began to melt, and I I hit my knees, and I cried out to God, and I just felt His presence inside of me. And I knew at that moment that something else changed radically inside of my heart. Mm-hmm. And I know that that was the day that the Holy Spirit regenerated me, gave me a new heart, gave me a new, new life. Yeah. And then I did not know what to do, how to live. It was all, mm. I was like a little baby. And that's, that's why I went to Teen Challenge. That's amazing. Uh, because I knew I needed to learn about God. And that's where I learned about the Lord in Teen Challenge.
1: You know, it's a powerful testimony, but but, but I love in relation to uh, this ministry and Teen Challenge, this is a gospel. i tell people this is a, a mobile gospel ministry. But what you said is, it wasn't what something, it, it's not what someone did. It's what that gentleman said to you. Mm-hmm. The gospel is a word-spoken ministry. Yeah. It's the preaching, the proclamation of the gospel. They didn't come up to you and demonstrate something great. We're to do that, right? Mm-hmm. We're to be a light on the hill of a city. But he spoke the gospel mm-hmm. to you causing God's spirit to work in you and bringing that repentance that led to that reconciliation with God. I yes. love that.
0: For the very first time in my life, he identified the true problem. I love that. It's and then he gave me the true solution. solution. Yeah. And when that true solution met the true problem, that's when my different. heart changed. Everything's changed That was 15, 15 years ago. I love it. I love it, man. That's yeah. powerful. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Let me
1: let me swing back to Teen Challenge a little bit because you said 86% uh, success rate, that's a monumental, right? If yes. we, if we were to give that a grade, it'd be a B plus, close to an A. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the 14%. Sure. Let's talk about the 14% that haven't had success. What have you seen in your time? What have been the reasons for the the failures?
0: Well, what I would uh, say is the 86% is for those who complete the program. Right. Uh, so there's individuals that go through the program and they go through the motions and when they graduate the program, they, because they just went through the motions, yeah. they d- maybe did not have a heart change right. externally. Superficial. Externally, it mm-hmm. looked like they, they learned the, the, the words, they learned how to m- how to work in the program. Yeah. We call it Christianese. They learned the words, <laughs> they yeah. they learned how to act, they right. learned how All to the right maybe phrases. follow sure. some rules and regulations. And we would even call that self-help or works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I would just say uh, from my observation is that it's possible that that 14% truly didn't receive the gift of salvation while they were in the program. Now, if there is a very small percentage of that, that did receive it, and maybe did not embrace uh, the truth, if you will, and really uh, give it, you know, give it a chance, that could be a small percentage. But I believe, for the most part, it's, uh, it's a lack of true repentance. Yeah, yeah, that's a
1: great answer. And you know, it's amazing to me because it's that the old adage to use regular terminology, right? You could lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. I think that's where people struggle is loved ones uh, who have those who are in the bondage of alcoholism and drugs. I think that's yeah. where they struggle is that having to understand or coming to a place of understanding that you have to completely surrender all, that you have no power within yourself other than the divine power of prayer to help that person that is completely in that pit that's it and and am i right in saying this that the loved ones based upon your experience and we do have another gentleman in the headquarters with this kevin so i'm going to allude this way to you okay you can just uh just answer from a distance and we could say what you said let me ask both of you this sure from your experiences is it how much harder is it on the loved ones when you're going through uh, the captivity, the bondage of sin, of uh, sin with alcohol and drugs. How how hard is it on them?
2: It, it's extremely hard. Like extremely hard. Me, like um, I was a heroin addict and an alcoholic. And I'll uh, tell you what. Let me pause one moment. Yeah.
1: Why don't we do this quickly? We'll do this. A quick switch. Want, let's do a quick switch. Yeah, because yeah. for the radio we have to uh, Facebook Live too. We'll do a quick quick switch. It wasn't planned. So I told you, James, we never stripped it. We just go. So <laughs> go ahead. This is Kevin. Tell uh, Kevin, you're part of Teen Challenge. You're yeah. on staff there. So quickly, let's go back to the question. Mm-hmm. What was your experience? How hard was it on your loved ones when you were going through those things?
2: Well, extremely difficult. Like, um, for instance, like I was a heroin addict. Um, wow. I uh, overdosed and died 17 times uh, from, like, we actually we did a No More Red Dot campaign. Which is like the blue mm. dots are the non fatal overdoses, with mm. the red dots are fatal overdoses. I was a blue dot 17 times. And, like, I gave my sister PTSD because she's found me dead like eight times, my parents wow. countless times. And especially like for me, like I'm one of the people who like, I was a 14% person many times over. Like I completed the program. I went through the motions and I tried to just like do things on my own because I wanted like, I wanted God plus what I still wanted. So like you were talking about like the, the power of full surrender. full surrender. And that's actually yeah. what ended up happening to me this time is like I left back in October of through 2022, 2022 and I uh, ended up relapsing. Um, I was back into depression okay. because I wasn't using the disciplines that we had there. And I remember, um, this one morning I was watching a video on Instagram. This guy said, there's so much power in surrender. And I started crying. I said, God, I don't even know how to surrender to you at this point. And I was thinking about that literally this morning. It's funny that this came up. Um, but he made a way. One of my brothers from t hmm. uh, reached out to me like within a couple minutes. And that was at 530 in the morning. I was already drunk because I had to drink yeah. super early. But what I'd seen now, like the way that my family dynamic is, is completely different because of the fact of like, you know, I was throwing a wrench in their lives constantly. And, but now like I'm back to the point where, um, my sister is extremely proud of me. Um, my parents, well, my, my mother, my father died like in April, but I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. But, um, But now my mom is super proud of me. Like, I'm actually going to be going on to go to Bible college now. Right. I'm excited about Um, that for you. Me too. (laughs) Um, But it's like, it's funny, like, you asked me this question because we do a storefront ministry as well, where we'll go in front of like a Walmart and we'll go in front of like Mm -hmm. uh, different stores and tell who the ministry is. We also do some fundraising and stuff. But every Mm. single time I'm out there, God brings me parents of addicts Uh, where I pray for them and to show that there's hope because, like, I'm one of those people where it seemed hopeless because like like James before teen challenge I went to rehab 16 times I tried to self amazing. help I tried every wow. single psych med there was um I tried every drug except meth that there was and nothing, nothing ever helped. fulfilled me and yeah. until I actually like surrendered my life to Christ and that's what like actually was the change and like I said
1: the full surrender not just you know 100% yeah, yeah. not 99.9 just yeah. 100% that's amazing testimony Kevin, thank you, man. Let's do a quick switch again because I told you this goes by fast. we got about 10 minutes left. Awesome. But the reason what I'm going to do now, and those are powerful testimonies, and thank you for that insight because I've seen from a peripheral view, um, by God's grace, and I pray I never walk through something like that, but um, by God's grace, I haven't had to walk through as a, as a close relative to someone with that addiction, but I've seen it. And as a pastor, as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I've been alongside people trying to comfort them who have walked in that. And it seems absolutely heart wrenching and devastating. And both of you confirmed that. Yeah. Go ahead. If I may just. Yes, add please do.
0: Maybe two minutes to. Please that, do. Go ahead. Is what I found was that through my 24 years of addiction, my mother became the catalyst and the one that tried to change me, to help me. Mm. We talked about mothers before. Yes, we did. I came out of her womb. And so it was her desire to change yeah. me. But when I went into Teen Challenge for the first time in her life, she saw that something dr- dramatically different. changed in change. my life. After being in the program four months, she knew that James this is was different real. and yeah. this is real. And what it did was it brought my mother to church. Yeah. So Acts sixteen thirty three mm. confessed, what must I do to be saved? Confess the Lord Jesus Christ yes. and you and your household mm. will be saved. I believed on that scripture. I prayed for my family so God used me the worst uh, of the family saved me and then brought my mother to church saved my mother saved my sister saved my brother my immediate family that i brought through the dumps with me all those years of addiction are now walking with the lord so powerful because they saw that real transformation that it was genuine the power of christ the
1: transformative power of the gospel in your life you know it makes me think it just popped in my head when you were saying that pastor lu he he said hey i'm going to challenge you guys to pray for my mother and i remember her name maria so you guys will be interceding for Pastor Lou's mother. Yes,
0: absolutely. Um,
1: and just to see what God does. You know, Kevin, when you and I were talking, I had a picture quickly, just impression in my mind, of Satan hugging you, hugging the drug addict, and then God just boom, boom, breaks those those arms yes. right off. Breaks those chains. And you go from darkness into light. into light. I, I love that verse. Um it's in First Peter about uh, he called you out of the darkness
2: mm-hmm.
1: into the marvelous light Yes, to proclaim His excellencies. Excellent. And that's that's what we're called to do now. You, you went from darkness to light. Now we're proclaiming the goodness, the excellencies of Jesus Christ. And I'm so encouraged by the ministry and by both of you men. And all the, the men and the women that I've met who are part of Teen Challenge throughout the Northeast. We're excited to be part of uh, yeah. with Capitol Heights on our next crusade coming up. Looking forward to meeting Brother Mike. Talk to them today on the telephone so awesome partnership yeah it continues to develop because we only have about six or seven minutes left quickly if you could take a couple minutes i know you have a bunch of events coming up to help support teen challenge tell us a little bit about those
0: well right now we're working on our next uh 5k so this will be our second annual 5k run. guys that can walk in it. Cause walk. I'm not going to run it. So I'm it's not. a run. It's Yeah. <laughs> All it's right, it's no, a I got run you. walk for sure. recovery. It's our okay. second one. It's at Roberts Wesleyan university. It's on uh Saturday, June 8th. Okay. Uh, um, and it begins at 10 AM this year. We're including a kid's fun run. We saw a lot of kids and families come last year. It was a really awesome event. And this is an opportunity mm-hmm. for families, and okay. loved ones. Roberts is a great spot. The community too. to come yep. out and support Adult and Teen Challenge and do a walk run for recovery. And this is just one of the ways that we raise funds to help support the program. Awesome. And so yeah, that's, that's awesome. basically what we're doing uh, as far as our next upcoming event.
1: Beautiful. That sounds great. Robert well, Swessian actually have a big history. I worked there for 11 years. Time is reported. Campus safety. My CPR bar business started there. That's a lot of big history Robert's. A great spot. I yeah. uh, was just there for my son's uh, basketball game last week. But with that being said, anything else before I tell you, uh, ask you to tell the people about the location of the Rochester chapter so on and so forth because we only got sure. about five minutes left?
0: Well, what I would say is... Uh... We've been up here in Rochester now for a little over two and a half years. It took me a year, almost a little over a year, to renovate the building and yes, get great the building, building ready right yep. uh, for
1: students. Obscure and location.
0: Yes. The GPS is going to take you to the hospital. It's not going <laughs> to yes. take you directly to where it is. We're tucked away right yes. behind the hospital. Right. And so for me, 20 years working in the medical field while I was juggling my drug addiction, God put me in this uh, location. And I remember early on while I was in the program, the Holy Spirit whispered to me, I'm planting you in the Holy Ghost Hospital. I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> and now as a as a staff member and a director. Uh, You're right next years, to the hospital, man. With Teen Challenge, yeah. God hasn't let me go. And I believe that he called me. Yes. So for, for 39 years of sin and death, 24 years of that drug addiction, God has turned around yes. my life so that now I could minister it's to beautiful. the lost, the broken, I and the hopeless it. through the experiences that I've had. In my You know what? So,
1: I, I want to just tell you, God's sense of humor. You said Holy Ghost Hospital. He plants the chapter literally right next to the hospital. I said because Minister Randy, he had prayed for a long time, God, just give me a quiet place to live. He ends up moving next to a cemetery.
0: <laughs> so is,
1: God does have a sense of humor. I could verify yes. that. Let me let me do this. I do this every show. We we it is the rescue and revive gospel show. Show may not be the best. I, I said, well, maybe I should have called it a gospel program. So but God knows my heart. So The Rescue Revive Gospel Show, we always end every interview the same way. It's by asking our guests uh, a question to explain something. And what I'm going to ask you to do in just 60 seconds is explain the gospel of Jesus Christ or preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to the people that are watching on Facebook Live or that will be listening on WYSL
0: when this plays on Sunday nights. Okay. Well, real quickly, what I found out is that we all fall short of the Mm -hmm. glory of God. Romans 3.23. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So what does that mean? That we all need salvation. What is salvation? I found out in Romans 5.8 that God demonstrated his love for me. The man of God made it personal, James. God demonstrated his love for you that while you were a sinner, while you were a drug addict, while you were lying and dealing with all the things that you were dealing with in your life, the problem wasn't drugs, alcohol, and depression, the problem was sin. God demonstrated His love for you that while you were a sinner, Christ died for you. And so 2 Corinthians 5.21 sums it up. What God, the Father, made Him, Jesus Christ, who knew no sin to be sin, so that in Him we would have the righteousness of Christ. And so mm-hmm. what that means is God took James, the sinner, and put the righteousness of Christ over me, covered my sin with the blood of Jesus Christ, set me free And Mm -hmm. now allows me to walk in that righteousness that's not mine, but that's the Lord Jesus Christ. And it was the great exchange. My sin on the day that Jesus Christ went to the cross got accounted to Jesus Christ. And then his righteousness got Mm -hmm. accounted to every single person that would put their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord of their lives and Savior of their souls. Amen. Well said. Well said. One of the better ones. Amen. Well said. We've been asking the same question for
1: five years to everybody. So it's beautiful to listen to the to the different people explain the gospel, share the gospel to the listeners. I want to thank everybody for supporting Rescue and Revive Ministries. Those of you, you know who you are. We had a wonderful concert last night. Adult uh, Teen Challenge was able to come bring all their men. I want to thank you, those who attended, who prayed, who gave anything. Uh, we're so grateful for that. We have yeah. a lot of great ministry events coming up, including that partnership now. Yes. Every second Tuesday chapel. I can't wait till the oh, next one. Oh, it's going to be
0: great. Look thank if,
1: you. Yes, we love it. Looking forward to it. Uh, if you want to get involved with Adult Teen Challenge, get in contact with uh, the director, James West. If you want to get in contact with res- or involved with the Rescue and Revive Ministries, contact myself. Rescueandrevive.org is the website. We We thank you so much. I say that sincerely for helping us to rescue the lost and revive the saved with the everlasting gospel of Jesus Christ. Have a wonderful morning, wonderful evening in Jesus' name. The Paint Doctors Company are committed to providing quality service with a personal touch and to do our job unto the Lord. Our number one priority is you, the client. Contact us at thepaintdoctors.net or call 585-750-4100.
0: The paint Doctors, serving God and people for over 20 years.
1: This is Pastor Dominic Nisi of Rescue and Revive Ministries, and I'm also now the Senior Pastor of Spenceport Bible Church, located at 1948 North Union Street in the village of Spenceport. I want to personally invite you to come on out and join us at 10.45 a.m. for our Sunday morning service. Spenceport Bible Church is family-friendly. All are invited. We hope to see you there. God bless you in Jesus' name. Ready to Respond training services offers CPR, AED, and first aid training across western New York and beyond. High quality training from top educators and instructors who have worked in the EMS field. For more information, call 585-281-4208 or visit readytorespond.net. Inform, engage, equip Ready to Respond training services. 585-281-4208.
0: Thank you for listening to the Rescue and Revive Gospel Show today. Please pray for us as we seek to rescue the lost and revive the saved with the everlasting gospel of Jesus Christ. Please visit our website at rescueandrevive.org to find out how you can get involved and support Rescue and Revive Ministries. God bless you, and have a wonderful evening. All to Him
2: I freely give I will ever love and trust Him presence daily live. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Thee, my precious Savior. I surrender.